All right, hello everyone. It is November 30th, 2022, the final day of the month of November. RS here to make you feel like you belong and you deserve to be happy and at peace. This podcast is dealing with people and only people because I believe we as human beings are here on this planet to serve each other in some way and it's the right thing to do even with all the insane events that's happening all around us. And I always like to start off every podcast by saying, if you are experiencing any kind of mental setbacks, be it depression, anxiety, sadness, or any other kind of emotional issues that are preventing you from enjoying life or simply moving forward each day, it might be a sign that you need to seek some sort of counseling. Or just talk to someone you can trust about what is going on in your lives. And I'm going to say this. Not too many people have the boldness or nerve to talk about something. And that something is suicide. If you are contemplating suicide, please talk to someone you can trust. And a safe alternative is to call the Suicide Crisis Lifeline at 988 That is it, my brothers and sisters. Just three simple numbers to dial, and that is 988. The lines are opened uh, 24-7, 365. And I hope and pray for your recovery, your happiness, and your freedom to be you. All right, so um, some current events today that uh, I found out uh, online from social media is that uh, rock and roll singer uh, she was a member of a band called Fleetwood Mac for you young kids you might not know that but for all of you who are my generation or older or a little younger you know who Christine McVie is um, she died at 79 she was famous to be uh, she was famous as being part of uh, the rock band Fleetwood Mac And by the way, I live in Lahaina, and Mick Fleetwood, who was the leader of that band, one of the leaders, uh, the band bore his name. Uh, He has a nightclub restaurant right a couple miles from my house. So it's going to be interesting to see um, what Mick has planned as as uh, as far as having a tribute to Christine. I'm sure there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, celebrities or rock and roll musicians uh, coming out to pay tribute to her because she's a very iconic singer. Uh, She's sung on a lot of hits uh, with Fleetwood Mac, all right? So it is the holiday season. (laughs) All right, on a lighter note, I kind of look messed up, but I got my Grinch beanie from Amazon. It came in um, a few days ago. It came into my sister's house. And I, I sent all my mail there. Hopefully my audio is going to be all right. Anyway, um, see my Grinch hat? My Grinch, be- my Grinch beanie? <laughs> all right, so that's my Grinch beanie. Yeah, all right. So um, I don't have a camera that's too high, right? So um, I'll just kind of dip my head once in a while so you can see the Grinch. Uh, if you're on Spotify and you downloaded the Spotify app, uh, you'll get the video of this podcast. 
I'm also on Apple Podcasts, just the audio on that. I'm also on TuneIn, the TuneIn platform, and only the audio there. But I also post on, I post every episode pretty much on uh, YouTube. So you can see the uh, video and audio version on YouTube as well. So this is uh, episode 13. Um, we're going to talk about life, real simple, uh, as if we're just shooting the breeze. I'm not really scripted today. I didn't have time to uh go on my computer and 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 do a script so i might be doing something um just really off you know off the top of my head talking to you guys and again it's the holiday season um christmas time uh, some people don't believe in christmas uh, i get it um it's the holiday season all right so uh, whether you believe in christmas or not because christmas is celebrating christ right some people don't believe in that and some people say it's just marketing it's just a time to spend money as i show my grinch beanie once again let me dip my head <laughs> you gotta see the grinch man it's on my head you see the grinch <laughs> so anyway um so what's happening in your lives hopefully everything's going good in your life okay so i i talked about i just talked about uh christine McVie. And um, let me f go online and see if I can find something on her and kind of read up because she did pass away today, all right? And um, let me, okay, I think I found something on the BBC. Let me read it. And um, okay, so yeah, so this is, uh, this is from the BBC.com, right? Uh, this, this is the British news. Um, okay, so I'm just going to read it. It was written by Robert Green, Greenell. And George Bowden or Bowden. All right, so Christine McVie, uh, who played in Fleetwood Mac and wrote some of their most famous songs, has died at um, the age of 79, her family had said. Okay, so the British singer, she's British, the British singer songwriter was behind hits including Little Lies everywhere don't stop say you love me and songbird she died peacefully at a hospital in the company of her family a statement said okay McVie left Fleetwood Mac after 28 years in 1998 but returned in 2014 that's a lot of years um let me keep reading and I'll chime in after let me just read the statement here Okay, so the family statement said we would like everyone to keep Christine in their hearts and remember the life of an incredible human being and revered and a revered, revered, I'm messing up, and a revered musician who was loved universally. Man. My reading chops are messed. Reverend. <laughs> they guys can run. You don't need you don't know how to pronounce words. I gotta get like um what's that hooked on phonics, right? <laughs> man, I had a long day, guys. I need caffeine. Give me caffeine, man. Coffee bean and tea just opened up two miles down the road. I need some of that stuff. <laughs> what was the word? Revered? <laughs> Revered, <laughs> revered. All right. So, so, 
I need a crew, man. You know, like Joe Rogan has a crew. Be so funny, man. Anyway, so uh, born Christine. Born Christine, perfect. McVie married Fleetwood Mac bassist John McVie, and joined the group at the start of the 1970s. All right, so Fleetwood Mac became one of the world's best known rock bands in the 70s and 80s. Their 1977, the ninth, ah, man, I'm, hold on, folks. Their 1977 album, Rumors, inspired by the breakup of the McVees and the band's other couple, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. It's like a soap opera. Became one of the biggest selling of all time with more than 40 million copies sold worldwide. Okay, I got to stop. I'm going to chime in right here. Okay, 1977, I was freaking... I think I just got off... Uh, the sixth grade or I just ended the sixth grade and going to seventh grade and I bought this album right and my brother Elton who passed away last year was it last year man I'm really messed up right I think I think he passed away last year so sad oh this is sad guys are listening around man get your act together right anyway so my brother Elton had this mean sound system like the hi-fi system back in the day it wasn't digital all analog, you know, you had the turntable, you had an amplifier, a tuner, and big-ass speakers. Anyway, I bought that album from a, a local uh, music shop, a local record shop. I remember, I, bought, I remember like it was yesterday, I bought that album, Rumors, from Fleetwood Mac. And uh, what was it? Uh, Steve Miller's. Uh, what was that? I think Book of Dreams. Was it Book of Dreams? I, I might, I, I forget. But I think it was Book of Dreams. I should look that up. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I got that album and Steve Miller's album. And man, and I didn't know that at that time, you know, as I was starting to learn drums with my friend Wayne, he was more advanced than me. I was learning to play the drum set. And little did I know that, that those two albums were so iconic in rock and roll as time went on that those two bands were like really iconic. I mean, Steve Miller and Fleetwood Mac. Okay, I'm kind of, kind of going off the tracks here, folks. But um, Mick Fleetwood is one of the greatest rock and roll drummers of all time. Now, he might not have all that flashy technique, but the guy is like a a monster rhythm player. He's got a solid freaking groove. Um, just real sticky, you know. He's just he's in the pocket, they call it, you know, and he he hits the drums really hard. And um the other guy that played for uh, Steve Miller's band was a guy named, if I'm not mistaken, it was Ga Gary Malibur. And man, he was like a monster sessions guy just unbelievable drummer slash musician okay shows my age but anyway so um we're talking about uh christine mcvee here so mcvee was one of eight members of the band inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in 1998 okay so this is how good these guys are they were inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame all right so in the same year after the success of their live album the dance she retired to kent 
saying a fear of flying meant she was leaving the band. Okay, here we go. Fear of flying. That's, you know, that's a mental hiccup. How many people are afraid of flying? You know what? I'm In some way, shape, or form, man, I'm afraid of flying. Because I watch all these freaking, uh, these episodes on YouTube, uh, on plane crashes. I think it's called like Mayday, Air Disasters. I think it's what that's what it's called. You know, and um, it just shows all the airline crashes in history and why it crashed. Well, okay, that's another story. But I, I didn't know that she had, she had a fear for flying. So anyway, let me continue. Uh, but she she rediscovered her love for performing at at a one-off appearance with the group at London's O2 Arena in, to, in 2013 and returned to them a year later, all right? So uh, she was quoted as saying, it was amazing, like I'd never left. I climbed back on there again. And there they were, the same old faces on stage, uh, she told a reporter at the time. Um, in 2017, she told BBC Radio 4's Desert Island Disc program that she had developed agoraphobia after leaving the band. Okay, we talked about agoraphobia. agoraphobia. <laughs> Did I say that right? Guys who like know the term, like, man, you're butchering every word around. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Agoraphobia. Okay, look that up because I knew what it was. And then now I got to look that stuff up again because, you know, I'm getting old. My brain is like just focused on cutting fish. That's my job right now. So I'm just into cutting fish. I just see fish and the knife. So anyway, so uh, a statement by the band said MacV of MacV. We were so lucky to have a life with her individually and together we cherished Christine deeply and are thankful for the amazing memories we have. She will be so very missed. All right, so in a post on Instagram, Stevie Nicks, the other singer. I guess you, they had like two lead singers. You can say this is uh, the other lead singer, Stevie Nicks, who's a uh, badass in her own right. Okay, she wrote, A few hours ago, I was told that my best friend in the whole world since the first day of 1975 had passed away. All right. I didn't even know she was ill until late Saturday night. I wanted to be in London. I wanted to get to London, but we were told to wait. So since Saturday, one song has been swirling around my head over and over and over. I thought I might possibly get to sing it to her, and so I'm singing it to her now. I always knew I would need these words one day. It's all I can do now. In a tweet based, wait, I'll, hold on. In a tweet, band co-founder Mick Fleetwood wrote, This is a day where my dear sweet friend Christine McVie has taken to flight and left us earthbound folks to listen with bated breath to the sounds of that songbird, reminding one and all that love is all around us to reach for and touch in this precious life that is gifted to us. Part of my heart has flown away today. I will miss everything about you, Christine McVie. 
Okay, so Crowded House lead singer Neil Finn, who played with Fleetwood Mac in Lindsey Buckingham's place on their last tour in 2018, wrote she was a unique and soulful musician, supremely gifted songwriter, and a warm and wonderful friend. And I am so grateful to have shared some hours in her beautiful presence. Merck. Mercuriatis, Mercuriatis, okay, Merc, Mercuriatis, Mercuriatis, man, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, owner of the Hip, Hypnosis Songs Fund, I think I said it right, man, anyway, which bought McVie's back catalog, described her as arguably arguably the greatest female english songwriter of all time speaking at the mobile awards in london mercuriatis said she had this ability with the melody the motion and the lyric to just change people's lives wow that's deep and this is it guys let me see how um uh let me show the grinch again you see the grinch the grinch oh you're a mean one mr grinch <laughs> okay anyway i'm just playing around because the grinch is on my beanie um okay so this is okay this i didn't know that christine mcvee was afraid of flying okay so that's some kind of mental hiccup if you're afraid of something and some people are afraid of you know many things and like i said i'm, I'm kind of afraid of flying sometimes because i watch too much stupid um mayday air disaster shows like each show is like freaking an hour and i'm over there on my phone or at the computer watching why a plane crashed and you know those shows they like they just kind of repeat like throughout the one hour they'll show like a dc-10 crashing into the mountain you know it's like yeah we get it already it crashed in the mountain you know show the um ntbs or whatever guys what's that the national transportation safety board ntsb and the fbi or whatever you know show those guys but no, like every few minutes, they show the plane crashing. <laughs> and I don't know why I watch that stuff. But I mean, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about Christine McVie, okay? Um, I don't know her, right? But in life, I'm sure everyone has ups and downs in life. That's a given. However, this woman lived her dream, right? Gotta be. She loved singing, songwriting, you know, but she died at 79. So she lived pretty much a full life. And I don't know why she died, what the cause of death was or, or were. But, you know, you got to say to yourself, well, someone like that um, was pretty much happy. Maybe not. But I think most people that do what they want to do in life are generally happier. Not all the time. Not all the time. But generally more happy than people who have a job making a lot of money but they're very unhappy they can be depressed they can be you know just 
they don't want to be there, but they're they're there doing the job, <coughs> but they're not happy. But people who do a job or, or work or do something that they love doing for a living, generally they're they're happier people. Not hundred percent like you said, but generally they are happier than you know, like guys like me. I'm cutting fish, right? <laughs> What the hell are you doing, man? Get your act together. Get your blank together, Ronnie. You know, I look myself in the mirror and I go, man, look at you. Man, you, you think you're cool with a Grinch beanie? You think you're cool with a Grinch beanie and you got a podcast? Come on, man. You can do better than that, man. But um, now people that do what they love to do and they make money or they make a living off of it, a lot of them are, are happier. Like I said, you know, I got friends that have their own business. I got one of my friends who's a drywaller. <clears throat> okay, he's um well, he's a taper. He's a finisher. Like um he'll go in and uh I think his brother does the hanging of the drywall and they go in and they tape all the nails and they get all the corners of the walls, they smooth it out for the painting crew to come in. It's almost like body work. They're like the uh the car bodywork guys you know with the bundle and the sanding and he's done that since i knew him since he got out of high school you know he got into the union and that's all he did he might be retired now because he's in his 60s a little older than me but he you know he that's he he loved doing it, it was like backbreaking work but he loved it because you know a lot of times he he had well he had his own business and I, th- he, I think he would bounce back and forth from you know working for a company you know with the with a union or um, when there was no jobs he he'd create his own work you know he'd advertise and sell his services around the condos doing like maintenance work or whatever and he was always happy you know he was never like unhappy I mean you know he had down times and he had. You know, he got divorced, and you know this. That every every life has its ups and downs. You know, he had some financial problems, like everybody does once in a while, right? And you know, his kids grew up, and he, you know, that the work that he did, the work that he did have, or the work that he, the skill that he had, that he was happy utilizing or happy using to make a living. Uh, Put his kids through school. Uh, put a roof over their head. Uh, bought food for the house, food and shelter. So you know he did well. To me, that's a success. He he did something that he loved doing. So you know. So now let's, let's talk about life. Um, are you doing Grinch time? Hold on. Let me uh, bow my head so you can see Mr. Grinch. On my beanie. All right. Okay. What was I saying? Okay. 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 Um. Are you happy with your life? Are you? Are you happy with what's going on in your life? Do you want to change careers? Do you want to do something else that will make you happy? I say go go for it. If you can, right? If you have support to change your path, 
a lot of his finances, a lot of it is finances and having the funds to survive. If you, if you can, you know, take a chance. Why not? Take a chance. Do something that you want to do. You know, and if it doesn't work out, go back to uh, whatever it is you're doing now if you're making good money. You know, I know I, I knew a lot of my friends who were very, very unhappy. You know, they had their jobs where they were like a general manager of blah, blah, blah. and Or they ran a certain department at such and such resorts. But they were just miserable miserable people i mean they hated their job so much but the money was good they come home they're miserable they start drinking and to ease the pain whatever it is and you know what happens you know uh, the spouse doesn't like the way they act and whatever and a lot of them ended up in divorce man so you know take time out take take inventory of your your mind of your life are you happy doing what you're doing Okay, so if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then you better uh, take time out and uh, maybe change change your path, okay? All right, so what else can we talk about? What else can we talk about? Um, okay, so uh, I got a friend right now who is, I, I don't know where he is. He's on Maui, and um, it's one of my buddies who was, who was suicidal, and um, I don't want to, you know, bring anybody down and people go hey uncle ron brother ron you're like a mr bummer man you're bumming our trip now <clears throat> no i gotta talk about this so my friend is my classmate can't say his name but i talked about this guy uh before um he's back on maui he was um about a year ago he was in florida he became suicidal he came back to maui um he's really up and down okay so i gotta talk about this guy so as a friend now i don't know i'm saying this because maybe you might be going through something like this with a friend that you have or someone close that's suicidal all right okay so this year okay i said this before if you haven't known or known this i had two pretty close friends of mine that i grew up with here they're a little younger than me that ended their lives pretty close um in time this past summer both of them not too far apart they took their own lives so that you know it's one of the reasons why i'm doing this podcast also is to talk about life talk about just talk about life you know and um trying to find peace of mind so i'm praying that my my friend let's just call him johnny that's not his real name johnny is really up and down he gets depressed he's he, he he's really up there high one moment um, you can be talking to him, like you, you might have a 20-minute sit-down having coffee with him, and he could be like so happy in the first 10 minutes. And you're thinking, all right, man, he's, he's good. You know, we can really have a good, healthy conversation. And I swear, like in a, in a split freaking second, the guy is like down on the ground, sad depressed and that's hard now, as a friend as a friend it, it, it takes a toll on me you know and um you might be saying hey ron what do you mean takes a toll on you man 
he's the one with the problem, not you. But you guys got to remember, man, um, you know, I try to reach out to him a lot over many, many years, like maybe like two decades, you know, knowing that he wasn't all there. Good guy. But um, like even some of my other friends, you know, we try to reach out to him and it's really hard, you know, because he, he talks about the same thing over and over again. And um, I got advice from someone that knows these things. And, you know, this person said, hey, Ron, you know, just if you got nothing nice to say, you know, just excuse yourself and you know, just pray for the guy. Because, you know, if, if let's say, you, you, like I, I keep saying, if you got like a sore foot, you're going to go check that out. You're going to go see your doctor, right? And you want to get better. But for the mental health thing, it's really tough. It's really, really hard when you see someone going through depression. And you can't really do anything. And you can't. You know, it's all on them, you know. And he tried everything. You know, religion, God, medication. And it's it, it, it's, it ain't working for him. So... The reason I'm saying this, and you know, some of you heard it already, going, hey, Ron, man, stop talking about this stuff, man. It's depressing. I got it. This is part of the podcast. This is part of the stuff I talk about. So somebody out there might be going through the same thing like me as a friend that knows a friend that's suicidal, that's very depressed, especially during the holidays. You know, I, I, In fact, I tried reaching out to him at Thanksgiving and I don't know what happened. Didn't get through or something. But um, you know, I'm praying for the guy. I'm praying that um he gets better and he's still alive, you know what I mean? But um that's all I had to say right now. So anyway, um I'm going to talk about some other people that um called me and uh about this podcast. Okay. So one guy had um uh emailed me and he lives actually in Japan. He lives in Japan. And he says he knows me. He grew up with me. But he, he emailed me with a, like a different name. Like and I didn't know. I think he's got this anonymous kind of uh, email account. And uh, he was just joking around with me. He said, I know you, man. But he didn't leave his name. Like give, leave, leave, leaving me guessing. So he says, hey, you know... Um, why don't you just tell jokes? And I'll find out who he is. Because he had said some key things like, like um, Nagasako Supermarket. Now, Nagasako Supermarket used to be our major supermarket. So I know this guy is real, all right? But he's not telling me his name. Like, usually people tell me their name and I keep them anonymous, all right? To protect, you know, to, to protect them. I mean, even if he told me his real name, I wouldn't say his real name. But I'm just saying, he sent me an email with like some funky name. <clears throat> and he says he's living in Japan. So he says, he could be living down the street. He could be right next door, for all I know. Okay, look at the Grinch. You gotta look at the Grinch. That's mean, huh? This beanie is awesome. You're a mean, Ron. You're a mean one. <laughs> Mr. Grinch. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so this guy goes, hey, you should be cracking jokes because he says, I know you, man. You're a funny guy. You should be cracking jokes. 
Well, maybe, you know. Yeah, I heard. I, I started listening to your podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you sometimes you're just too much of a downer, man. <laughs> I gotta find out who this is. I think if he's in Japan, I kind of get. I kind of get a feeling. I know who he is. If he is who he is, if that makes sense. I know one of my friends knows this guy. I think. And I wrote it back. I go, hey, man, are you so-and-so? He didn't get back to me. So I think I know who that is. But for the guys that know me, yeah, I know I was a class clown. He could be somebody I went to school with. But with this podcast, I don't mean just like joking around, you know. Like, I don't, it's, 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 there's serious issues. But maybe he had a point. You know, you got to be lively so that people don't think about their depression or sadness. I don't know. I'm still learning this thing, guys. So email me. You tell me what what do you think. Comment if you're on YouTube or if there's a comment section someplace on Spotify. Comment. <clears throat> but it's just about people. I'm doing this not for me to be a stand-up comic. I'm here to to just shed light on. Hey, we're all we all have problems. We all have issues, and if you do. You got to talk about it. You really do. You have to talk about your problems, your issues, and get get some help. That's all it is, basically. I'll talk about the same thing over and over. Okay, so I'm going to talk about another person that I talked to just recently. Okay? Okay, so now this person is a mom. Her husband and this woman is on the island and they have or she has uh, a teenage kid a boy all right she divorced her husband her husband moved to the mainland where it's snowing now it's snowing now so the the ex-husband's like hey send over our son i want him i want him for uh you know maybe christmas vacation i'm gonna take him snowboarding and all that but she told me, Ron, man, you know, this, he's like, he's like an a-hole. I go, well, you know, you know, uh, that's your son's dad, right? The real dad. She's like, yeah, but, you know, he has like, you know, a new girlfriend. You want to see what the girlfriend looks like? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't have to, but you want to share with me. And she goes, before I show you, now remember, he's in his 40s. And this chick is like freaking 22 years old. And he, he's, he's trying to live that life again. Like, you know, when he was younger or stuff that he missed out. So she shows me the picture, right? On her phone. <laughs> yeah, you guys, look at the Grinch. Look at the Grinch. That's a cool Grinch. Look at that on my beanie. So she shows me the fit the, the picture. <laughs> she shows me the picture on her phone. She showed me the picture on her phone. She's got the nice iPhone 14. <sighs> I don't know why. She I should have the 14. But anyways, <laughs> so she shows me the picture and it's this chick. She's like 
22 years old, like pretty, man, like smoking hot, like seriously. And I look at him, I'm like, that's your ex-husband? <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's him. Well, he's got some money now. He's a stingy mother blanker. And uh, he wants our son to spend some time up there. Yeah, uh, I don't know where they're at. Cold snow country during Christmas wants to take him uh, snowboarding. And supposedly the chick, you know, she's young. She's uh, athletic. She's she's smoking hot. She's like a brunette. She's like about five foot four. Nice hair, right? Pretty face, nice figure. You know, you know what I mean? I'm not going to get into the specifics, but... um. And she showed me the picture. I was like, ah, hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that. And she hits me. I go, why you hit me? She goes, you think she's hot? I'm like, um, no, 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 no. She goes, oh, shut up. I go, yeah, okay, well, she's pretty. <laughs> I won't lie. But, um, so she's like, I don't want to send my kid up there to be with him and her. I go, yeah, but that's, you know, that's, that's the dad. That's the blood daddy. He deserves to have the son up there. And especially when there's no school here. Hello. You're going to get him back. He's not going to kidnap him, right? She said, no, he's good with the kid, you know. I go, well, you know, he's what, 14, 15? He needs the dad, right? I mean, he's a he's a guy. He's a boy, you know. He's a young man. He needs he needs the dad, you know. Dad's going shoot to shoot the breeze with him, you know. Hopefully... Hopefully, you know, they'll have a good time. And I says, you know, I says to her, I'm sure they'll have a good time snowboarding, right? And um, I, I think you're jealous. Is that it? Are you jealous of this situation? Would it be better? How would you feel if that his girlfriend was, like, um, you know, kind of overweight? And, um, you know, she looked like a linebacker or something. And no disrespect to women that are, you know, manly, if you will. And no no disrespect there. So I, I'm just trying to paint a picture, folks. And she's like, shut up. Shut up, Ron. Hey, you guys are all alike. I'm like, no, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to be real because, you know, me, I got a podcast. You know, I got to try and be uh, real here. I go, do you listen to my podcast? Do you listen to my podcast? <laughs> My throat's all dry. Let me get some water. <clears throat> Hold on. Ah. Anyway, so I said, do you listen to my podcast? She goes, no. <laughs> you got a podcast? I'm like, yeah. People know about it. She goes, I don't know you had a podcast. What the hell the podcast is all about? I got I swear to God, I thought you knew I had a podcast. That's why you're talking to me about this. No. I says, Yeah, I got a podcast. It's about the mind. As a matter of fact, it's the crap that you're going through right now. I think you're jealous. But see, I was trying to play like psychologist, man. And I'm not psychologist, man. I shouldn't have done that. She got really pissed off. So I just said, you know, it's up to you if you want to send your son. To see the dad. Christmas vacation. You know. I think he deserves. The vacay. With dad. And um. Then she goes. Yeah you know. You're right. I go. Yeah he looks like a nice guy. He's going to be safe. He's, and his son's going to be safe. I think. 
you know she goes yeah he lives in a good neighborhood he's he's a you know he's a strong guy he can defend you know family and stuff like that so um anyway that was one issue about a mom was a single mom divorced mom contemplating if she should send her teenage son to stay with his dad and his uh, dad's hottie girlfriend you know i mean if the kid's like 15 the guy's girlfriend's like maybe only what six years older than him that could be uh that could be disastrous you know what i'm saying i don't know man maybe not maybe not Read your Bible, folks. Read your Bible. Read Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. And say your prayers, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Should I go? Should I send my son? Give me the answers, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. And pray. Pray, 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 pray. Look at the Grinch. Oh, this is a cool beanie, man. The Grinch. <laughs> Look at that. Ooh. Okay, anyway. Another one, <clears throat> another person I talked to. Okay, another person I talked to. This one is something that's kind of like might be off the wall. Might be off the wall. Okay? And we're going to talk about um, paranormal stuff. Might be off the wall. So this one dude and this one chick so this dude and his girlfriend we were talking because i had mentioned one time i watch you know some paranormal stuff on youtube okay so now if you believe in paranormal activity okay i'm not gonna say you're crazy i'm not because i've experienced some really strange crap seriously so i'm gonna tell you Brother Ron, Uncle Ron, I've seen some really strange occurrences and in the presence of friends. All right. So we're talking about paranormal, paranormal activity. First of all, I'm going to dip my head so you can see my Grinch beanie. Nah, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. All right. So anyway, <coughs> paranormal ghosts ufos whatever let's just talk about supernatural stuff ghosts exorcisms and all that stuff okay okay all right so these guys were talking about that they've experienced kind of like strange things that happened here on maui where they lived in the past and um okay so this couple this couple's probably little younger than me but you know they're not young anymore because they got kids so they were they're talking about this one time they were living here in maui in uh, a town in makawao in makawao all right look it up makawao m-a-k-a makawao m-a-k-a-w-a-o makawao that's a town on maui in the hills um higher elevation anyway kind of like plantation town right and um doing pineapples before cattle and all that anyway so they, they rented this house it was an old kind of like 
uh, plantation kind of house. And um, they said the, uh, when the kids were like babies or toddlers, they would experience like really strange things happening in the house that they were renting. Like at nights, cabinets would just open. Like uh, cabinets, you know, like your cupboard would just open. Um, they they would see um, like they'd be brushing their teeth, <clears throat> and in the mirror, they would just see like a big, uh, not a big, like a quick flash, black shadow, go behind them, and there's nobody in the house. I mean, nobody else in the house, and um, the kids would see things. You know, they were like about toddlers, about two years old. And, and um, the dog outside would be barking nonstop. The neighbors were like, hey, shut your dog up, right? Well, come to find out. The house they were renting, I don't know if it's true or not, this is about their shame. Um, the old lady that owned the house there died. She was a nice lady. Um, she was attached to the house she was attached to the neighbors she was just a good portuguese woman that loved to bake uh they found out that um when she passed away they had the the wake or the yeah the wake you know when they um people come with the visitation in the old days she must have been a Catholic. And by the way, she said, um, yeah, they used to live close to the Catholic church up there. And there was a cemetery over there close by, like a block or two away. But come to find out, the, the original owner was this older Portuguese lady. And when she died, she died of natural causes, you know, old age or whatnot. Let me check my time. <clears throat> okay, got to hurry up. Tell this story really quick. Time's running out. So they brought the 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 body home, the coffin, you know, and for like a few days or whatever, people would come over and and visit, pay their last respects, kind of like there, as well as the church before they buried her. And um, so they they moved out, but they found out the stories like later on. You know, it's one of those things. Well, we didn't know that we used to live at that house. Well, come to find out, it, uh, the house they felt was haunted. But it wasn't like e an evil presence. Just stuff would, would happen. Like, <clears throat> like and they finally said to themselves, you know, the the, the cabinets or the cupboards, the the would open, and, the, and the, that's in the kitchen. Okay, Be oh, what was that? More specific. <laughs> that's the guy across the street scared me. Anyway, um, being more specific, it was in the kitchen. The the cabinets and the doors would just you know kind of open, wouldn't slam, but would just open. So. They, they pieced it together thinking, okay, that was grandma, right? Portuguese grandma that loved to cook. And she was probably visiting her kitchen, right? And she would babysit her grandchildren that would visit her. And, you know, she would help them brush their teeth at night. And so when the kids would be in the bathroom, or, you know, mom and dad's kind of like, bathing the kids or whatnot and they go to the sink and brush the brush their teeth or whatever <clears throat> they figured man that that shadow was probably her just visiting but it kind of freaked them all a little freaked them freaked them out a little bit like the dogs would be barking 
but maybe you know the dogs were frightened or something okay so anyway so now you might be thinking so what brother ron uncle ron do you believe in ghosts <clears throat> i'm gonna just tell you one story i think i might have told you this story one time i'm gonna tell it again so um me and this guy we were working for a company here in lahaina delivering baby cribs and toddler gear like um uh, strollers and stuff like that okay so the warehouse where we were working is like half a mile from my house right now from where i live it's in an in an industrial area all right so um <clears throat> me and this one dude we came into the warehouse to like load up our vans to go our different ways to deliver all the baby gear like you know, like i said the cribs jumpers and whatnot so the the guy that's running the shop has to check off everything and then tell us okay ron this is yours dude this is yours load it up get out of here go make the tourists happy because we used to rent it to tourists at the hotels or the airbnbs or whatnot so this guy andrew <laughs> that's his real name so me and andrew's like maybe 10 30 right nice sunny i don't know spring day or whatever so we're in the warehouse, like me and him, we were just kicking back and, you know, Preston, the guy that was like getting all the stuff together, he was checking it off. And, and I don't know what happened. I think he went out, Preston left the, the warehouse to go outside, talk to his wife or something. And then, um, so me and Andrew, we were just waiting. And on the very top shelf, there's the thing called a, an exerciser. I think it's called an exerciser. It's like this round donut plastic thing with all the bells and twinkies and stuff that the babies can eh, they're walking around they're learning how to walk they're weebling weebling and wobbling and they're hitting the thing you know walking around those things are hard plastic and they're light not really light but it's got some weight to it and we, we set them up on the top shelf one of them honest to god honest to god it was like somebody had a, an invisible rope tied it to that exerciser thing or the exerciser that's what it's called exerciser because that thing came flying off the top shelf with with um with a lot of intense speed honestly and it it hit the cement like it just came off the shelf like so quick like, whoosh, and it hit the cement floor because it's a warehouse there's no rug it disintegrated uh, the springs came out all the twinky twirly things that the babies touch little safe mirrors shattered that thing was destroyed <clears throat> and um we're all looking at each other wow how did that thing sitting on the shelf that was flat so, so preston comes back in and he goes oh what happened it fell off the top shelf and he goes oh it's probably just you know we didn't sit it right that's what he was saying all the time and it fell i go and we were like yeah but dude it was on the top shelf flat there's no way it would come off something supernaturally yanked that thing out because it it fell like it shot off the shelf in a in an angle like i said somebody had like a invisible rope tied it to it and he yanked it and it just it it hit the cement and just exploded like purr. all these little springy things came off all the twirly twinky things came off 
and me and Andrew's like, you know what, man, you saw what happened. I saw what happened. If I tell this story and people don't believe me, you got my back. And he goes, yeah. If I tell this story, you got my back. I'm like, Andrew, I got your back, man. So I, I believe in supernatural things, man. I believe um, things happen supernaturally, man. So um, so if anybody says that, hey, Ron, I want to tell you something. I, I think I believe in ghosts. I wouldn't say you're crazy. But I know some of you listening are telling me, Ron, you're crazy. I mean, what crazy guy would start a podcast and wear a Grinch beanie? I would. I'm not crazy. I say I'm not. Okay, so I'm Ransom Brown, RSB at Peace, out here, episode 13, season 3. Merry Christmas with the Grinch. Look, I got the Grinch beanie. Look at the Grinch. All right, guys. So anyway, so this is it. Podcast 13, episode 13, season 3. You guys um, take care. God bless. If you have a mental hiccup, a mental setback, a mental setback, go get help. Talk to somebody again. Lifeline, crisis lifeline. Only three numbers, 988. Call them up if you need it. Talk to someone if you can uh, that can hold everything you say in confidence or conf- be being confidential. Um, yeah. Find someone that can keep everything confidential. And um, till then, until uh, next time. So Sunday's podcast, we're going to talk about sports and uh, the sporting mind and athletes. We'll talk about them. I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet, but I'll find out. Okay. You guys take care. God bless.